What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Speaking of Missing Persons, and welcome to the new listeners. Before we get started, we've actually got some updates, or an update. Um, Aranza Lopez, I don't know if you remember that case that we did a while back, she's been found. That was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. But that's awesome for, for those who didn't catch that episode. That's one where the mom kidnapped her own kid like she had lost custody kidnapped her own kid and then disappeared her own kid yeah and she took her across the border into mexico yeah and left her with family well that little girl has been found so i i wish i had like a sound bite you know the yay <laughs> you know <laughs> right um but uh so there's that and then uh on a personal note an update uh we have adjusted our our patreon a little bit so make sure you go and check that out we've got some tiers now and uh some cool benefits on there so you're getting you know ad free episodes bonus episodes um you know some uh exclusive voting rights on listener request cases stuff like that so make sure you're going and checking that out but uh that's enough of that for now. Uh, Sarah, let's just hop right in. What what uh, case are we ha- talking about today? So today we're talking about a guy named Tyler Davis. He was last seen in Columbus, Ohio at the age of 29 years old on February 24th, 2019. Oh, so that's so not very long ago. Not very long ago. Him and his wife, Brittany, had a 20-month-old son, and like most couples with kids, you don't get to get out a lot. No, not with no. not without children. Right. Especially that, that little. Yeah. Not quite two years old yet. This couple got to go out three times a year since their son was born. On Tyler's birthday, on Brittany's birthday, and on their anniversary. Which sounds about right. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> this was Brittany's birthday. And the two decided to drive 90 miles from their hometown in Wilmington, Ohio, to Columbus, Ohio. After dropping off the baby with his parents for the night. Alright, grandma and grandpa doing them a solid. Yeah. The plan was to stay at the Hilton Easton Town Center Hotel and then go shopping the next day at a large indoor-outdoor shopping center that was, like, across the street. The way this is described is, like, Easton Town is, like, its own little community. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Brittany had never been to Columbus, 
And the couple were looking forward to spending time together, obviously. The shopping center has 235 retail shops. Holy cow. 40 restaurants. And then there's like 750 residential units. Oh, like apartments or condos or something? So they were in for a lot of walking. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it. You want them, uh, what are those things that kids ride around on? It's got the two wheels. They used to be called a Segway, and then they got rid of the handlebars. Oh, I was going to say. You know what I'm talking about? Bicycle? <laughs> <coughs> no, no, no. It's like. A hoverboard? Yeah, a hoverboard. hoverboard. Be a great time for a hoverboard. <laughs> a one wheel? No, well, yeah, but <laughs> those things are mega cool. But no, I'm talking about the ones that it's got, you know, you basically yeah. stand up straight on it, and you just kind of lean a little bit, and you go. Yeah, yeah but I don't think. I don't think that would go well with a lot of adults. I could see that being a huge liability. <laughs> yeah, I could. S- I know I would bust my ass on I one of those. I things. could see a lot of broken hips. Yeah, I would kill myself on a hoverboard. I think I could still take a fall. I don't think I'd break a hip. <laughs> I'm 35. Christ, I'm not that Babe. old. I'm not that old. <laughs> Babe. Uh, you Babe. know what, Sarah? Please continue the story. I'm. I'm. The last time you attempted to skateboard. What happened? <laughs> I fractured my arm. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's a crack in the bone, okay? It's not a full break. A fracture, you know what? I'm over this. <laughs> Sarah, tell us more about Tyler. What happened to Tyler? So the couple arrived at their hotel at 5 p.m. on the 23rd. A friend of theirs that lived in Columbus came to their room to hang out and around 8.30 p.m., the three left the hotel together to walk around the shopping center. Now, there was only one article that I could find that gave their friend's name. So I don't know if I should give it or not give it. So I'm going to just say their friend a lot. Okay. Brittany would later say, quote, we got dinner and went out for the evening. We walked around the town center to get the lay of the land because we were going to go shopping the next day and get couples massages. Wait, real quick. Um, it, was it a, a guy friend or a girlfriend? It's a guy friend. A guy friend. Okay. Yes. It's a guy friend. I feel like that might be important. Most... Yeah. Most of the restaurants and bars within the shopping center closed at midnight. The three were not done drinking and hanging out, so they found a nearby gentleman's club called the Dollhouse, and they took an Uber, and they remained there until it closed at 3 a.m. Dang. I could not do that. No. No. But, I mean, if you're only getting to, like, go out three times a year, you're probably going to live it up. <coughs> Unless you're me and that living it up is sleeping on your couch. No, I just, <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't handle the glitter. No. And oh the smells and, and the, the gross floors or whatever. And the sticky floors. Yeah. That's, oh, the sticky floors. That's the worst part when your shoes are like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty sticky in there. Nothing was out of the ordinary until they took an Uber back to the hotel around 3 a.m. They were exhausted from the day's drive, all the walking, and the drinking. Brittany said when they arrived outside the hotel, that's when the night started to change. 
she, quote, said, when we were getting out of the Uber, Tyler seemed so confused and frustrated, he said he was going to go for a walk. And he's drunk and it's after 3 a.m. Yeah. That's not a good idea. No. And you're in a place that you're You're slightly familiar with, but you don't live. You don't, like, know it. Right. Brittany offered to go with him, but her phone was dying. Of course. Their friend agreed to go on the walk with Tyler, and Brittany went to their room to plug in her phone. Ten minutes later, she went back outside to look for her husband and their friend. She said she was kind of confused about what was going on, like why he, he needed to go for, for a, a walk. walk. Right. Then Tyler called her around 3.30 a.m. to tell her he was on his way back to the hotel. And a few minutes later, their friend returned, but Tyler was not with him. What? Where the hell was he? He told, the friend told Brittany that Tyler would be there soon. She kept trying to call her husband, but he would not answer. Their friend said... Uh, can we just assign a phone name? Like, can we just... I mean, I can use just his for real ease, name. Can we just call the guy Dave or something? I can use his real name if you want. It's Sean. His okay. name is Sean. Sure. Sean. At least I think that's his name. It's spelled S-C-H-O-N. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. Yeah. I would assume Sean. Sean. <laughs> but I have never. I've never seen it spelled that way. Not never, ever. A-W or A-U. Yeah. Or E-A. Oh, yeah. S- but that's without E-A-N. the H. Yeah. Anyway. So his name is Sean. So Sean shows back up. Right, without Tyler. Without Tyler. He told Brittany he saw Tyler on the walk, but Brittany was not clear about why or when the two had separated from each right. other. Yeah, he was supposed to be going with him. With him, not following behind or walking ahead of. Right, Seems well, weird. I would assume that if he's going with his friend, his friend's drunk, he's... Helping keep an eye on his friend. Well, they were both drunk. Yeah, everybody was drunk. Oh. It was, you know, like blind leading the blind. Gotcha. They had all been drinking since like 8.30. From 8.30 to 3. So almost an hour later at 4.10 a.m., Tyler called Brittany again and said he could see the hotel and that he was walking through the woods. He assured her he would be right there. She would later say he sounded confused. Again, he's probably still pretty drunk. She said he was not an outdoorsy kinds of kind of person and that he would call it the woods if two trees were right next to each other. <laughs> so There's s- a bush. I think I'm in the forest. <laughs> I've known people like that. Seconds after they hung up the phone, her or he hung up, her phone rang again, and again it was Tyler. This time, all she heard was, like, dead air for, like, four seconds, and then the phone hung up. She tried to call him back over and over again, but his phone was either off or dead, and it's not been turned back on since then. Brittany told Dateline that by this point, it was 4.30 in the morning. Sean decided to go home. 
she was worried and decided to call her other friends like back in Wilmington to get advice like what should I do like I don't know where he is his phone is dead or turned off whatever and they just kept like telling her not to worry and that they you know he'll come back and what time of year was this was it cold February so it's cold out it's cold I'd be worrying too Yeah. yeah especially since alcohol makes you yep not realize how cold you yeah. actually are. According to her, they just, like I said, assured her, said he would be back. But then the sun began to come up, and she got more worried. She decided to call an old roommate of hers that lived in Columbus. Now, I could not find his name. It's another guy. And he came to the hotel around 8 a.m. And the two drove around Easton looking for Tyler. I can't imagine that that would be terribly helpful if he was calling saying that he's in the woods. Yeah. And and they don't really know if he means the actual woods or like a couple trees. Right. A park with a few trees. A park with a few trees. Well, and beyond that, it doesn't sound like this is like a very small area. I mean, we're talking hundreds of stores and apartments and restaurants. Right. So, I mean, he could think he's looking at the right hotel, but he's drunk. He could be looking at a wrong hotel somewhere. Because, yes, there's multiple hotels in this area also. I'd say the only thing that they have working to their benefit is that there's only so far he could get walking in about an hour's time, but by the time the sun comes up, I mean, you're looking at, what, three hours, give or take? Three or four hours? Yeah, yeah but he was out. I mean, that kind of limits how far he could get on foot. Yeah, and at, th- at like, 8 a.m. when they went to look for him, like, she was assuming that he, like, fell asleep on a park bench or, like... I would probably think the same thing, like he fell asleep somewhere. Yeah. And she even called local hospitals to see if he had been brought in and couldn't find him. So when they had searched all around and couldn't find Tyler, she called his parents to let them know what was going on. And then she called the Columbus Police Department around 10.30 a.m. to report Tyler missing. Now, they showed up and took a report, but they told her they couldn't actively make it a missing persons investigation for 72 hours. That's such crap. They didn't start actually looking for him until two more days. Two more days. Yeah. I don't understand that rule. I don't understand. It's not a rule anymore. It's like all the department's discretion. Well, the thing that stands out to me is they know it's cold outside, and you've got this woman coming to you telling you, hey, my boyfriend wandered off in the middle of the night last night drunk. Why why wait 72 hours when you know full well he could be passed out somewhere? It's freezing to death. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Go look for this guy. Well, his dad showed up at the hotel Pretty quickly. Like, he immediately got in his car when she called and drove straight, the 90 minutes straight there. Oh, I bet. And he spent the entire day, until it was too dark to search anymore, 
searching the whole area on foot because he was like, he went out on foot. I'm going to search on foot. Right. Makes sense. He told Brittany to go back to Wilmington and, you know, take care of her son and that he would keep looking for Tyler. Well, Brittany went back to Wilmington and then got more of their friends and they all came back to Columbus together to look for Tyler. When the police finally started doing their search, um, they found no trace of Tyler. Since his disappearance, police have conducted multiple searches, reviewed security footage, which showed also no sign of Tyler. His phone last pinged in the area of the hotel, but has not been turned back on since that morning. They used search dogs, which hit on a nearby pond, and they have searched all the bodies of water around there multiple times and found nothing. They got information off of his phone, which Wait, confirms... Did they find his phone? No, or are they, they going off of records? They're going off records. Gotcha. They confirmed that he m- the calls between him and Brittany took place and that he had used his phone to search Google Maps for directions back to Easton where they were staying. Okay. So he was most definitely lost. Lost, trying to get back to the hotel. His family and friends handed out flyers, reached out to the media, and took to Facebook to get the word out about Tyler's disappearance. Since since police did not release very much information at the beginning, social media started, like, picking apart Britney's story and kind of blaming her. And their friend Sean. I don't think she's to blame at all. And I don't, I can't speak to what happened while Sean and Tyler were out and about, you know, on this walk. But the way it made it seem is like he was not walking directly with him, he was following behind him and lost track of him. But I don't know. It's never, like in any of the articles I read, it didn't make it very clear about how they got separated from each other. Hmm. I mean, it would make sense if Tyler was like, I need to go for a walk and starts walking. And then Sean and Brittany sit there for a few minutes discussing, well, he doesn't need to be out there by himself, but my phone's dying. Can you just at least keep an eye on him and make sure he makes it back? And then... He gets out of his sight. He gets out of his sight, and Sean's just like, screw this, I'm drunk, it's 3 a.m., I'm going home. Yeah. It's fucking cold, I don't want to be out here walking. I mean, I could understand that. I could see that scenario. Yeah, I don't think I would look to blame either of them, honestly. Later, police did release surveillance footage and information that confirmed he walked away from the Hilton Hotel on his own. They cannot... Okay, they can tell he walked through, like, nearby Huntington Bank Complex, and they know he asked for directions from people to get back to where he wa- was supposed to be. So they have confirmed that he was trying to get back. Now, in October of 2021, Brittany filed a civil case to have Tyler declared deceased. And... For what purpose? I have no idea. 
but it a judge named Chad L. Carey pronounced him deceased on December 15th, 2021. I don't know if it was so she could get some kind of benefits or something. I have no idea. Could not find that anywhere why she would want him. Because I mean, the, technically, they're not supposed to even consider it until they've been missing five years. And when she did this, he had only been missing three years. So she got a lawyer and everything to like. Wait. When have you only been missing for two? Two, yeah. So he went missing in nineteen, and yeah, she did this in twenty-one. Yeah, it was like almost three years. It was October. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. It was like closing two. in on the three-year mark. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Because he went missing in February, he was officially declared deceased in December of twenty twenty-one. So just like two months away from being three years. Three mm-hmm. years. But I could find nothing that said why she wanted this to happen. I mean, the only thing that makes sense is for insurance. You know, if he had life insurance or something. It's the only reason I could think of. Or if she wanted to remarry. Yeah, that possibly. But, I mean, you can still get divorced without that. True. I mean, it might, yeah, I don't know. But at that point, I don't think you would be... Eligible to receive death benefits. No. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not any kind of expert on the subject. I have no idea. And I could find no more information except that she had to go, like, actually use a lawyer to, like, fight for this. So Tyler was a local Wendy's manager. When he went missing, he was a very responsible person, a great father, and his friend or his family does not believe he just walked away from his wife and kid. No. No, I don't think so either. He was clearly lost and disoriented. Yeah. I feel like that's very Yeah. I I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. At the time of his disappearance, he was wearing dark blue jeans, a white t-shirt, a blue-green flannel, and white and black Nikes. So he was He didn't have a coat. He didn't have a coat on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this was like foul play no, or walk I away. Think I this think this is literally he got lost in the elements. Yeah. Yeah, being that level of drunk out in the cold, you don't realize you're freezing to death. He was 5'10, 170 pounds with short brown hair and brown eyes. Uh, he had no medical conditions, but he did, or he does, have a distinctive red birthmark that, like, starts on his right hand and goes up his arm, onto his neck, and down on his chest. So, like, w- his whole arm has, like, this, and neck and chest has this red birthmark. There has been no activity on his debit or credit cards, and none of his social media accounts have been have had activity. So if you have any information, can contact the Columbus to police ugh, the Columbus Police Department at 614-645-4545. I think they have the easiest number so far. 6454545. Yeah. Just hit a 6 and then all the fours and fives. Yeah. Yeah, I really <laughs> I feel like it has to be the dude, you know, got lost, ended up passing out drunk somewhere, and succumbed to the elements. 
and people just haven't found him. Yeah. Which, Which honestly is kind of surprising. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, if you're or maybe starting he really to diff? come down from being drunk and you are like freezing but can't find your way back home, you're going to find somewhere some something to try uh, to block the wind. Hide yourself in away from the elements to try to warm yourself back up. He could have like you know, stuffed himself in a hole or like a drain or something, anything. I see what you're saying. Like you get to the point of hypothermia where you're like, I don't really care what's happening. I just need to get warm somehow. But then you also go through the, I'm completely warm now and I'm going to strip naked. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he probably found like some kind of place to hide to block the wind. The only other thing that I would say is probably a real possibility is he flags someone down like, "Hey, I'm trying to get back here." And like something he, happened. To something him? happened to him. Or I, maybe he really did f- fall into one of the ponds in the area, and they just haven't found him because one of the dogs did hit on the pond. Uh, but they didn't find anything. You would think he would have floated, though, at least for a little while. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Depends on how cold it was, if the pond was froze over. True. I mean, February in Ohio, that's gotta it's be... cold. That's gotta yeah, be cold. cold. Well, it doesn't sound pleasant. All right, then. Well, if you know anything, make sure you call the number Sarah provided. Um, if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you're letting us know. Leave us five stars wherever you're listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Um, if you would like to, if you would like to support the show, make sure you go check out our Patreon. That's linked in the episode notes and show notes. Um, like I said at the beginning, you know we got some new tiers on there with some options. So if you thought about it and you debated about it and you weren't sure, go check it out. Um. Oh yeah. If you have a case that you would like to hear on the show, send that to our email, speakingmissingpersons at gmail dot com, and uh, share the show with somebody. Share it with a family member, a coworker, a friend, whoever. You know, just get this out to more people so they can hear. You know, these stories and keep an eye out for these folks. So, all that stuff said, I guess. Uh, any final thoughts or words of wisdom? Drink responsibly. Yeah, don't don't go for walks in the cold while drunk. Don't do that. Yeah, dress appropriately idea. for the weather. Yes. All right. Well, we will see y'all back next week. Bye. 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 Bye.